Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Colleen Stoner and Diane Haley. Thank you both so much for coming on today. Thank you. We are so happy to be with you. Awesome. I would you both like to introduce yourselves and uh, share what you do? I'm Diane Haley. I am Director of Patient Experience at Rutgers Cancer Institute of New Jersey in New Brunswick, New Jersey. I have been in that position a little over two years. I am also a licensed clinical social worker by training and have worked in oncology as an oncology social worker for almost 20 years. Awesome. And I'm Colleen Stoner. I'm the manager of volunteer leaders at Pet Partners. Uh, we're headquartered in Seattle, but we work remotely across the country. And so I live here in Texas and have worked with Pet Partners now for about four years. But prior to that, my background was um, at a hospital where I started a therapy animal program. So it was really amazing when this job popped open with Pet Partners to work remotely and about something I felt so passionate about. It is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I also have a therapy dog as well. Um, we're certified through Bright and Beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a black lab, so I can definitely attest to uh, how amazing it is to work with therapy dogs. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Uh, so you both just presented a session titled Unleashing the Power of Pet Therapy. What are some of the particular benefits of pet therapy for patients with cancer? So there are um, psychological benefits, physiological benefits, emotional benefits, social benefits even. Mm -hmm. um, you can, you know, if you want to take somebody's blood pressure, you can watch it go down when they're mm -hmm. petting a dog. If you hook them up to the right kinds of machines, you can check and see what their cortisol levels are doing, what their um, oxytocin is doing. Um, but mostly you can see it in, you know, their faces. Mm -hmm. um, you just see something that, you know, is akin to when you're um, doing any other kind of stress management intervention that you can feel tension lessen. You right. can see them relax into it. You can see them engage socially with other patients um, or take out their cell phone and take mm -hmm. a selfie with the dog. They're clearly going to send that to somebody to yep. show. Um, so, you know, there's not a ton of data on the psychological and emotional benefits. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of go by the anecdotal evidence. Right, right. And the, the smiles that, exactly. that, they, that they bring out. <laughs> Even behind a mask. Yes. One of my slides in the presentation is um, one of our pediatric patients petting two dogs at once. <laughs> and her face is just, even Aww. under a mask, you can see yeah. how engaged she is and how excited she is that the dogs are there. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything you would like to add, Colleen? Well, um, I think that it's, same as Diane said, it just provides a way for um, patients to think about something else for a mm -hmm. while. Their focus is not so much on, you know, when you have cancer, your, your focus is laser focused, mm -hmm. right? And so introducing animals into the patient care environment, it, it just takes their mind off of what they're going through for a while. Mm -hmm. And it's such a blessing because then it provides these physiological benefits that Diane was talking about. Definitely. So, and it's just fun. It's a positive. Of course. <laughs> In a negative space, it's very positive. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. It also helps the, the caregivers. Mm -hmm. So it helps the nurses and, and staff right. to, you know, if they have a patient that is not 
um, kind of in that negative headspace, it helps with the treatment process too. Correct. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if we want to trace it even farther forward, we probably could even see outcome um, Mm -hmm. benefits for Mm -hmm. patients. But there's a benefit for the staff member too. In reduced stress, they talk about having a moment of calm in their day. Mm -hmm. It really helps to promote compassion satisfaction and lessen their, you know, the workplace morale issues that are endemic right now Mm -hmm. for all of us. It's almost like a momentary reset. Right. Right? That psychological sort of reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just pause for a moment, yep. pet a dog, and then yes. get back to it. <laughs> yep. Um, do either of you have any favorite or memorable stories from uh, times when a, a therapy dog made a, a lasting impact on a patient? I talked about it in my presentation, but um, we recently had a patient who was finishing her chemo, and she called me and wanted to reserve what she called a chemo cuddle dog (laughs) for her last session. So it's my new favorite term Uh for them. (laughs) And um, so we, of course, made that happen. And she had an extended visit with the dog, and um, not just the patient benefited, but the um, staff and the Mm. handlers. The handlers had t-shirts made afterwards that they now wear to their sessions that say Team Cuddle Dog and then the dog's name on it. So that was definitely a highlight. That's so sweet. And I shared a story also um, that has been very impactful to me when I, we have some videos we produce from pet partners about actual, you know, people who have benefited. And one was a 22 year old burn victim Mm -hmm. and he had been burned over 90% of his body. He was in the hospital for a year. He didn't even walk. He didn't even get out of bed to attempt to walk for seven months. Wow. 22 years old, that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And he, the nurses intervened and said, you know, we've got to do something. And they had therapy animals in another part of the hospital, but they didn't have them in the burn unit and felt like it was safe because of where he was in his treatment uh, progress. And so they brought in two therapy animals and the difference between it, the difference in his mood, the difference in his participation, they they truly thought he was going to die because he had given up. And it started, um, it was kind of a springboard. It started propelling him. And he will say, he says in the video, he, he said, these interactions were what saved me because wow. they, they inspired me so much. And it's just an animal in a mm-hmm. clinical setting. That's Other people will look at it and say, I, I don't get it, but it's it's real. It's almost like a miracle worker for those who choose to interact with the animals. It is just, it's amazing what happens. It's Absolutely. just amazing. Very powerful. Yeah. The nurses even said it was the first time they had seen a smile on his face wow. for months. Mm-hmm. And how sad is that? And all it took was a visit from Peaches and Honey Duke. Right. <laughs> and it just turned his whole life yeah, around. That's incredible. It's incredible. I think the uh, the biggest question here, if anyone is interested in setting up a, a pet therapy program at their center, how can they go about that? Well, I think we could both help them. Um, with Pet Partners, we have uh, at petpartners.org, 
Um, anybody can go on and create a login, whether they're interested in becoming a therapy animal team or not, they're welcome to create a login. And we have many facilities that do that. Mm -hmm. Um, once they create a login, it will take them to a menu where they can select the resource center. And that resource library has all kinds of information, including a facilities toolkit. And it is designed specifically to answer all those questions that you just brought up. It kind of talks about, um, it, you know, different uh, different things that stakeholders will be interested in, like your infection control people mm -hmm. and uh, your administrative staff, your risk management department. So it kind of covers it all. Um, and that's one way to set up a program at their center. We take it farther because we allow them to post their volunteer opportunity on our website, and we're happy to help any facility who would like to set up a program. We, oh, we're more than happy to help. Awesome. Yep. Great. Yep. And from my vantage point, I've actually started two um, pet therapy programs. One was about 20 years ago mm -hmm. um, in a hospital setting um, on a, upon request from oncology services. I was at that time director of volunteer services at a large hospital. Mm -hmm. And so we jumped through every infection control hoop. Mm -hmm. We jumped through every risk management hoop. It took months to implement the program. And I'm proud to say that that program is now throughout the hospital. Wow. So it started in oncology mm -hmm. um, and then now is everywhere at that hospital. So when I came to this position two years ago, one of the first things I wanted to do is direct, I, my job was to improve the patient experience as mm -hmm. director of patient experience. And I knew um, based on my past experience that bringing programs like pet therapy in is a really Really powerful way to do mm -hmm. that. So, um, midst of a pandemic, it was March 2021. Nobody was allowed in. We right. weren't allowing visitors in. So, we started it outside with the blessing mm -hmm. of our leadership. It's imperative to get your leadership buy-in and facilities buy-in. Mm -hmm. So, that's where you want to start. Um, then we needed to get the staff engaged. So the staff was engaged by sending out a link to the Warrior Canine Companions Puppy Cam, mm -hmm. where you just watch puppies play and oh, frolic. That's for, brilliant. It's, I wish I thought of that. That's brilliant. <laughs> you know, it was just a little teaser. Right. But, you know, the, some of the nurses tell me they still watch it yeah. and remind me to watch it every now right. and then. Um, starting in a pandemic also allowed me to put the policies and procedures and guidelines all in place. Mm -hmm. So I had the luxury of time to be able to do that. But for any organization that's looking at doing this, you don't have to invent the wheel. It's right. been done. Mm -hmm. um, Pet Partners is willing to share. Organizations want to see this grow yes. in other facilities. Mm -hmm. So we don't see, you know, the starting of a program as proprietary in any way. It's please take it. Yes. You know, imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? right. right? Mm -hmm. So um, we are happy. I'm happy to um, help people. I actually have been contacted by organizations throughout the country mm -hmm. who read about, because our PR people did a great mm -hmm. job of promoting this, 
it's why we're here mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> um, because our names came up when you googled pet therapy probably mm-hmm. um, so I think organizations have to think creatively the outdoor was a really good intro to this um, some organizations are doing virtual pet therapy by scheduling mm-hmm. one-on-one mm-hmm. sessions so it's kind of like a personal puppy cam then uh-huh. Um, but I'm happy that we now have on-site visits again Definitely. as of last April. And I'm looking, you know, the word on the street is that the, some of the regulations are going to be lifted soon. So our inpatients, who are our outpatients, really want these visits when right. they happen to be inpatients. So we'll make that happen, too. Absolutely. Um, anything else either, either of you would like to share? I would think, I guess the last thing I would share is, um, you know, if you don't get stuck, like Diane said, you know, you you have to kind of jump through hoops with administration, with infection control, with whoever, and don't reinvent those wheels, like mm-hmm. she said, and don't let uh, a, a kind of a closed door stop you. Definitely reach out to your colleagues um, at Pet Partners. If you reach out to me, we can, I can I can find um, resources for mm-hmm. you to connect with because we have we have therapy animal teams in so many different facilities that you know I can definitely hook up a facility with another facility mm-hmm. to help out. Um, and Diane, you know, said she's available too. It's it's too easy to stop once one door closes. Mm-hmm. But we both had doors close on us, and we just kept charging through. <laughs> yep. You betcha. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this is so great to learn about. So thank you both so much for sharing it all. Thank you. Thank you.